Good morning, OTRs. Today's Thoughts from the Truck episode is going to continue our Building Your Bullpen series. And today, we're going to start a short series of these Thoughts from the Truck episodes on mentorship. Talking about how to be a mentor, what to look for in a mentor, because this is one of the most sought-after roles that new grads talk about. They want good mentorship, good tutors, good guides to the beginning of their career. Someone who can provide them regular, positive, truthful feedback. But ultimately, when I'm talking to these students, this seems like something that's hard to find. So what we want to do is introduce all of you to what we look for, how we can provide this, and who can fill this role. So over the next three episodes, we will cover those very topics. So stay tuned, OTRs, for an introduction into mentorship. So the real challenge is, how do veterinarians like us, who don't have the time, resources, or financial backing of a multi-million dollar company, who are faced with irregular work schedules, on-calls, and emergencies, how can we facilitate our own personal and professional growth so we can continue to offer superior service to our clients while still remaining competitive in today's market? That is the challenge, and this podcast will provide you the roadmap to its solution. I'm your host, Dr. Eric, and welcome to Operators to Owners. Welcome back, OTRs. As I said in our intro, today's episode is kind of this introduction into the topic of mentorship. Over the next two episodes, we'll talk about what it takes to become a AAA mentor and can your boss be your mentor? But for those episodes, you'll have to tune in to the subsequent thoughts from the truck. Instead, today, we're going to focus on the things that people have enjoyed in their mentorships, the relationships that they've built, and the feedback they've gotten from their mentors. And this is specific feedback from one of my listserv groups. I reached out to the members and asked them for their favorite traits, their favorite quotes, and their favorite stories about their mentors setting the stage for our discussion about mentorship in veterinary practice and just overall mentorship in the veterinary community. So as I said, I asked them to share these stories, these anecdotes, or these traits. So let's get some entertainment first, OTRs. I got three great stories, and I'll give the shorter versions of them. I think that they give you a great idea of just how mentorship relationships can work. So first of all, I want to share some stories that kind of set the stage for this mentorship relationship. And these stories are not my own stories. These are stories that were shared within the group. And I'll share them within an anonymity. But I think they set the overall foundation for this discussion quite well. The first story that was shared was a young lady and she had gone out to a call in a rainstorm chasing a cow around a pasture that was calving. And apparently this wasn't just any pasture, this was deep mud pasture. And it sounds like it was quite the wrangle fest to try and catch this cow. And after they finally caught it, the cow did about the only thing that can make this entire experience more fun for the vet and the owner. And that's, she fell down while they were doing the calving. So I'm sure I can picture this because I've lived this scenario down in the mud trying to get this calf out and if you're a younger vet and you don't know the tricks you can just kind of picture how this is going to go 
So this young lady actually ended up being unable to get this calf and having to call her mentor. And lo and behold, as her mentor pulls up to help her out, the rain ceases and the sun comes out and a rainbow appears. And to me, if that isn't the epitome of what a mentor can do for people. It doesn't make the situation, or I should say the person doesn't make the situation necessarily suck any less, right? In this situation, we still have a cow down in a muddy, muddy bloodbath of a scenario, probably. But what they did is made it more palatable. The sun out, they bring knowledge, insight, a different approach. A great anecdote for what mentors can do for you. Another one that I really loved was someone shared that their mentor was an older veterinarian, owner of a practice, and one day after close or right at close, a client walked in and the mentor was walking through the hallway, sweeping, cleaning up, and the client asked this person that they thought was a janitor, is the vet around? He said, well, you can go book an appointment at the desk. So lo and behold, the next day, this person comes into their appointment and they've got this old mentor and this new student there. And it kind of can portray to you how mentors don't necessarily need to be these, you know, high and mighty ivory tower type people. They can be the person who's walking through a hallway, sweeping the halls, but can just come up with a little bit of comic relief or overall experience knowing I don't really want to take that last appointment after hours. We can do this tomorrow kind of thing. But no matter what, they can be that person that you can approach that can come up with a different approach to what you're doing. And finally, the last thing, mentors can provide you a taste of reality. Someone in this group shared the time-honored, time-true anecdote of doing something on a cow and particularly complex or goes particularly well. And this mentor told their mentee, you know, she'll make it for sure. But now that I said that, she'll definitely die. And I think that that's kind of the great little bit of sarcasm or insight that not everything always goes the way we want it to. And our mentors can help us relate to that and understand that and understand that we're not the only ones experiencing that. So those are just a couple quick stories I wanted to share with you guys that can kind of set, again, this foundation of what mentorship can provide you. A couple more anecdotes that I really want to share with you guys, that these are specific quotes from mentors, and I think that they're ones that my younger audience, or the younger veterinarians or veterinary students in the audience will really appreciate. And these are ones that, you know, slap it up on a post-it note on a mirror or in your truck somewhere kind of things. But number one, look back and ask yourself what you might have done differently. If the answer is nothing, then take it easy on yourself. It's a pretty easy one. I've seen young veterinarians be quite hard on themselves, especially when cases don't go their way. You just got to remember, we're working with biology. It doesn't always read the textbook, but a great one to keep in your truck. Another one that I really loved, see one, do one, teach one. Great way to reinforce skills in our mentees and also a great way to approach mentorship in general. Even if you're a mentor and you're trying to teach somebody something you've never done before, you could see one from somebody else, you can do one, and then you can teach your mentee. Another one that I really love from this group is a client is not an interruption of your day. They're why we're in business. And that one kind of struck home. I've actually got that one written down going into my truck here. 
But how many times in the middle of the night are you excited to go out and do whatever emergency you've got? I think it's more common that people are less excited than more excited. And I find myself doing that as well. Or the late afternoon call that you didn't expect and you're working on something else, now you gotta go out and do that. One of my personal mentors once told me, no matter what that call is, you should come there with a good attitude because you're the only one that's probably guaranteed, not even necessarily guaranteed, but probably guaranteed to make money out of the whole scenario. And that's kind of in the same realm of this particular anecdote. But I think it's really important that we don't convey as mentors this to our mentees that clients can be an inconvenience, but it's also important that they understand that as well. The next anecdote I want to share with you is sometimes dairy farmers are having a bad day and they just need somebody to unload on. And it might just be you. And we need to understand that too. Whether we're dairy veterinarians, beef veterinarians, mixed animals, small animal vets, our clients can be having a bad day and we need to not take their attitude personally. You can't control it. So in turn, you just need to deal with it and move on from it. Now, if it gets to the abusive nature, then obviously we need to be reporting that and adjusting to that or firing a client in the most extreme circumstances. As a mentor, this is something important to convey to your mentee. And as a mentee, if you're struggling with this, convey that and discuss that with your mentor. On a similar note, I'll wrap up my anecdotes with, don't let the bastards get you down. (laughs) And I know it's a little bit of colorful language there, OTRs, but I really do think that's true. I think a lot of young veterinarians let some really coarse, rough around the edges clients really get them down. And you just gotta realize that a lot of those people exist as 1% or 5% or less of your clients. And you just gotta move on and really appreciate the good clients. The last thing I wanna talk about today, OTRs, is the traits that many people really appreciated in their mentor. That's something that they found they really valued in that feedback or that interaction or that relationship with their mentor, something that really pushed their career forward or helped foster them and and buoy them to become the vet that they are today. Now, the top 10 traits that they gave were lending confidence, being available, so they're always there to kind of educate understood that there was no dumb questions to answer. They were always contactable via telephone or other sources, those types of things. They encouraged a pass it on mentality. Again, that see one, do one, teach one mentality. Encourage the fostering of not only that mentor-mentee relationship, but also that mentee teaching that either to a client or another veterinarian or a veterinary student, something of that nature. They taught self-improvement, and they lived what they taught. One of the great examples that I loved was somebody referred to their mentor as a great mother and a great work-life balancer. And that was something that they really appreciated as an example for them going forward in their career. Another trait they appreciated was they provided hard truths. And I think that a lot of times we can end up getting coddled in our job or we don't see these really hard facts as often as we might need to. And these, if somebody's able to convey these hard truths to us, we can adjust to them and change our overall behavior much more easily. Respondees also said that they really appreciated when their mentor instilled self-value, resilience, and really 
concentrated on this destruction of imposter syndrome type behavior. Responding, he's also liked the person who was calm in the storm. So when things really hit the fan, they got more calm, thought through it more, provided different examples. They also appreciated people who helped them break stereotypes. Specifically, <laughs> was listed being a smaller woman and addressing that and understanding that while that may have different challenges, it also has different benefits as well. And not accepting the stereotype that you can't do something because of your size or your gender or whatever have you. They also encouraged a back to basics mentality. So when problems emerged, again, they went back to this kind of calm in the storm. Okay, so we've got this problem, we've tried these things, it's not really working, let's get back to what the initial cause was and work from there. Finally, I think the biggest thing that I really noticed in all of these comments, the greatest trait that most people recognized was that their mentor was a friend. They're just friendly, they had a great relationship, they were able to talk to each other, interact with each other, and learn from each other. So the real question then, OTRs, is how do we leverage this knowledge, these stories, these anecdotes, and these traits to become a mentor who can really impact our mentees? How do our mentees improve the interaction with their mentor to get the most they can out of that relationship? Now, realizing that this is a relatively scattered list currently, right? So we went through some random stories, some random anecdotes, and some random traits. I want to return to something that I've kind of been fostering and thinking about for quite a while. And that's the concept of a AAA mentor. So how do we become a AAA mentor? That's to say, top tier, able to provide everything that our associates might need. Now, I've been thinking about this for a while, how you would improve mentorship within our profession. And I selected this AAA criteria, this AAA name specifically, because I can make an acronym with it. And we can teach this acronym as a way to improve our overall mentorship with our students, with our associates, or with the other veterinarians that we're mentoring. And I call this the AAAs of mentorship. The first A, are you approachable? The second A, are you anchoring? The third A, are you affirming? And the, are you a scholar? Those four traits are key when we're mentoring to basically foster this positive environment that encourages trust, availability, accountability, and continual growth for our mentees. Now, next episode, OTRs, we'll delve deep into each one of these areas discussing the overall concept behind how we can improve it, what common problem areas are, and techniques you can use to succeed in each of these individual areas. So join me next week, OTRs, for another Thoughts from the Truck episode, where we go over the triple A's of mentorship. Again, approachability, anchoring, affirmation, and scholarship. I can't wait to next week, OTRs, when we delve deep into these different areas. Thanks for tuning in today, and carry on. If you liked this content and want more, join our OTO community at otovets.com.
otovets.com forward slash Facebook. Also, check out our blog at otovets.com forward slash blog. And don't miss our cutting edge episodes where we cover the latest in peer-reviewed scientific research related to large animal veterinary medicine. You can find the written context at otovets.com forward slash cutting edge, or you can listen to it at our podcast at otovets.com forward slash podcast. Please join our community for an active discussion about today's podcast, past podcasts, and other decisive topics within veterinary medicine. Thanks again for joining us today, OTOers, and carry on.